Hey, welcome into TCAM Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Tracewell. This podcast, we talk about sports events, topics, and players. Come follow our Facebook and Instagram page. Facebook is TCAM's Sports Podcast, and the Instagram page is TCAM underscore sports underscore podcast. Shows will be posted when they go live, and even some bonus episodes will be posted during the week. Normal episodes are posted Fridays at 5. Comment your thoughts on the shows. Leave some topics you would like for me to discuss on the show. Thank you for tuning in. Now on to the episode. Welcome to our normal Friday episode. This week is a crazy week. We're going to be talking about March Madness for three out of the four episodes this week. And if you want more updates to what is happening in the other three episodes, visit the first March Madness episode. It's called March Madness is Here, and I explain what is going on this week. Or visit our Facebook page, and we talk about what episodes are going to be on this week and what exactly we are going to talk about. So for this episode, there is no March Madness. If you're tuning into this episode, there's just no March Madness. We are going to talk about NFL free agency, as it is big time. And we are going to jump into a little bit of MLS. Now, I know a lot of people want me to talk about MLB. Just wait. We're getting really close. The week that MLB starts its regular season, we will talk more about it. We're going to have a special episode for that, just about baseball. We'll have a other couple other people coming on soon to talk more about baseball. There will be a guest in next week's show. Maybe have another bonus episode for next week's show talking a little bit about March Madness with our guest. Anyways, we are going to now jump into NFL free agency. It's been a crazy week this week. Lots of teams making moves. We are going to talk about some big moves that each of the teams have made. We're not going to cover exactly every single team, but just the highlight teams that I want to talk about. The New England Patriots we will start with. They picked up James Robinson, signing him to a two-year deal worth up to $8 million. They got Juju Smith-Schuster, signing him to a three-year deal, $25.5 million deal, worth up to $33 million incentives. They picked up an offensive lineman in Riley Reef. They got Jabril Peppers as a safety, making some moves. And I also heard that there is possibility of a trade for DeAndre Hopkins or Jerry Judy. If they can acquire one of those guys, look out for the New England Patriots this upcoming year. Definitely going to be a fun team to watch. In the same division, let's talk about the New York Jets. Now, the New York Jets are probably going to get Aaron Rodgers. He's already said that he wants to be a part of this organization. In route to that, they got Alan Lazard for four years, $44 million contract. They got Quincy Williams back, and they brought Greg Zerlin back. They haven't really made any other moves since then. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers wanting some more people on his roster. We'll see. We're going to see what the Jets are going to do after getting Rodgers and what pieces they're going to add. The Cincinnati Bengals, there's only one I'm going to talk about here is Orlando Brown. Orlando Brown finalizing a four-year deal, $64.092 million contract, includes a $31 million signing bonus. You know, great offense alignment, perfect for what they need. The Bengals are really tired at the sacks on Joe Burrow. Definitely happy they made this pick up, and it's going to help them. It's definitely going to help Joe Burrow. 
Now we'll get into some of the other ones that are kind of big. We'll talk about the Texans. The Texans have made some decent moves this offseason. And some interesting ones also. But they are a building organization. So they picked up quarterback Case Keenum for two years. They picked up wide receiver Noah Brown for one year. Robert Woods signed for two years at $15.25 million deal. They also got offensive lineman Shaq Mason in a trade from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they also got Jimmy Ward. No reports on the contract details yet, but that's a big piece to add with D'Amico Ryan's defense as he was a part of that in San Francisco last year. The Las Vegas Raiders, they signed quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo to a three-year, $72.75 million deal. I just want to say, Jimmy Garoppolo has had some of the craziest luck I've seen for a quarterback. Like a guy who wins, but he never can sustain the starting job forever. He's played with Bill Belichick in New England. He played for San Francisco and Kyle Shanahan, had a great offense, and went to the Super Bowl. And now he's playing for the Raiders with Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs. I mean, there's going to be a good offense. They set a non-exclusive franchise tag on Josh Jacobs. They got Jacoby Myers from the Patriots for three years, $33 million deal. They are making moves. They are adding pieces. I don't think they have to add a ton on the offense. I'd primarily want them to add defensive guys if they need to. So that is for the Raiders. Now we'll jump to the Dallas Cowboys. They put Tony Pollard on a non-exclusive franchise tag. They signed Vander Esch back for two more years. They got Stephon Gilmore in a trade with the Indianapolis Colts in exchange for a 2023 fifth-round pick, compensatory pick. And those are the moves they made. Now adding Stephon Gilmore is going to be a big time, helping Trevion Diggs from the other side. Cowboys are definitely going to have a pretty good defense this year. The offense, still suspect, still need weapons. I hope they get on that soon, or they're going to possibly finish behind the Giants this year. Talk about the Philadelphia Eagles a little bit. They got Rashad Penny back. They got Boston Scott back. Jason Kelsey back. Fletcher Cox back. Brandon Graham they got James Bradbury, and they're expected to get Darius Slay back. Getting mo- they're getting most of their lineup back. That's what they need, trying to run it back-to-back. They might lose C.J. Garner-Johnson, I'm not too sure, but we'll see. We'll see. Chicago. Chicago is an interesting team. They make great moves, but just sometimes can't get it done. Now, Ryan Poles, I'm pretty sure, is the GM's name. He's done a fantastic job this offseason they got the number one pick they traded away I will read the trade detail from the number one pick they required DJ Moore in a trade with the Carolina Panthers in exchange for the number one overall pick in the 2023 NFL draft the Bears also received the number nine overall pick in the 2023 draft a 2023 second rounder a 2024 first rounder and a 2025 second rounder so they really made some moves on the first round pick Great job by the Bears, in my opinion. That's a, that's an excellent trade. They added offensive lineman Nate Davis. It'd be big time for them. And they got Tremaine Edmonds from the Bills for four years, $72 million contract. Adding that defense. Chicago always has a pretty good defense. Got to figure out that offense, though. It's time to figure out the offense. Gets Justin Fields some weapons. Now Justin Fields has no excuse to not be able to throw the ball well. The Detroit Lions definitely making some moves. Interesting, signed David Montgomery. They signed him to a three-year, $18 million contract. 
They also signed Cameron Sutton for three years, $33 million. Yeah, and making some moves. And I, I always was suspect of why they were going to sign David Montgomery. You know, you had DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, and now you have David Montgomery. Like, why would you need that many running backs? But they lost Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams to the Saints. We will talk about his contract here in just a few minutes. The Atlanta Falcons have been making some moves, man. They signed quarterback Taylor Heineke to a two-year deal worth of $20 million. I was kind of kind of blown away by this, why they would want Taylor Heineke. They have Desmond Ritter. I, I'm just interested to what their thought process is, maybe just to have him as that backup. But then why have Desmond Ritter? I think they should go get Lamar Jackson. That's another story, though. Maybe they're not interested. Maybe they're trying to find their franchise QB. Maybe hopefully Desmond Ritter pans out, but for right now, Taylor Heineke might be able to hold down the four while Ritter learns more about the NFL game. Tight end Jonu Smith, they acquired him in a trade from the New England Patriots in exchange for a 2023 seventh-round pick. Jonu Smith wasted a lot of time in New England, and I'm glad he's finally gone. Hunter Henry becomes the number one in New England. Jonu Smith's going to be pairing up with Kyle Pitts, so I'm wondering if they are going to keep Kyle Pitts or... They're going to move on from Kyle Pitts. I, I still think Kyle Pitts is definitely one of the best tight ends in football. He had a bad year last year, but their offensive scheme was not very good. Maybe we'll see a dual threat, or maybe Johnny Smith taking over the job. Also a big move made by the Atlanta Falcons, signing Jesse Bates to a four-year $64.02 million contract that includes $23 million in year one. Jesse Bates, 26 years old. I suspect that the Bengals were probably going to let him go. This is a good move for Jesse, as he is on a lot younger team, but could definitely make an impact for this roster. Atlanta is trying to build, and I'm excited to see where they're, where they're going to take their team this year. We'll talk about the Carolina Panthers. Now, the Carolina Panthers signed Andy Dalton to a two-year $11 million deal. They got the first-round pick. I suspect they're going draft C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young and they're just going to have Andy Dalton there to run the offense while C.J. and Bryce C.J. or Bryce get comfortable. They also picked up Miles Sanders, agreed to a four-year $25.4 million deal. Interesting because they had Foreman and Hubbard. I don't know why they need Miles Sanders. I guess they're just trying to stack the running back position. They got tight end Hayden Hurst. And a three-year, $21.75 million deal. They're making a lot of interesting moves. Good for Carolina, though. Good for Carolina. Trying to stack their team as much as they can right now with having a rookie quarterback come in. The New Orleans Saints have made a lot of moves this offseason. Obviously signing Derek Carr to a four-year, $150 million contract. Then they signed, re-signed Jameis Winston to be the backup. They got Jamal Williams, like I said. Jamal Williams agreed to a three-year, $12 million deal. They got Michael Thomas back. Got Jawan Johnson back. They made some moves. They're, they're trying to be that top team in the NFC South as the NFC South is going to be pretty bad this year. And secure a playoff game and secure a playoff win. Possibly could go further. The Saints are nobody to sleep on. They always make good moves. They're always in the mix. So... We'll see what Derek Carr can do with this roster. I think with Chris Olave and a healthy Michael Thomas, healthy Alvin Kamara, and a Jamal Williams, definitely could be effective this year. I'm just bringing up this point. Tampa Bay Bucks haven't made like a ton of moves this offseason, but 
Baker Mayfield to a one-year deal worth $8.5 million. I like it. I like Baker Mayfield, and I hope he's very successful throwing the ball to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. That'd be great to see. I really want to see that. And that's pretty much the big moves right now in the NFL. A lot of interesting ones, like I said. I didn't expect this much moves in three days. Like, the NFL's going crazy right now. Tons of different moves, trades, and just different things going on in the NFL. Going to be a really interesting season next year. Some new competitors and some old ones still going to be there to show up, and we'll see what they can do. Now let's jump into the MLS. This is where a lot of my listeners are probably going to log off and not want to hear this. But just give me a minute and let me talk about it. So the MLS, 30 teams, 34 games a season. Now the season lasts from the beginning of March to October, and the postseason goes from October to the beginning of November. So why are we talking about the MLS? I think the MLS is underrated. It's not appreciated enough. Around the world, soccer or football, whatever you want to call it, is the top sport. Why is it the top sport? Well, it has the best athletes, right? What's America's best athletes playing in? Football, basketball, baseball. They're not playing in leagues like the MLS because the money's not there. The only players we get for the MLS are some of the old guys. We don't have any of the young American star talent. The American star talent goes overseas. Why am I talking about this? I've personally just now started watching the MLS, and I actually really enjoy it. I follow a club, follow the New York City Football Club, and as you watch the games, it's really interesting. Now, where is the MLS season Located at where can I find it? Where can you watch it? It is on Apple TV. On Apple TV, it is $15 a month or $100 for the season. If you're an Apple TV Plus subscriber, it is $13 a month and $78 for the season. It is 34 games, ladies and gentlemen, only on Saturdays and Sundays. Sometimes, rarely though, you get a Tuesday and Wednesday game. For $15 a month, you could just tune in, watch three or four games, and if you don't like it, you never have to watch it again. Give the MLS a chance. I know a lot of people don't want to watch it because they don't understand it, and you don't know the players, and it takes all the fun out. Follow somebody, follow Columbus Crew, and just watch them. You might be really interested. The best thing about the MLS, there's no commercials, only the halftime show. Outside of that, it runs the entire 90 minutes. It's fun. It's definitely fun to watch. Like I said, I'm new to it. And if you want to join me into watching the MLS together, you know, you can follow whatever club you want to. I really want to bring the MLS more to this show. And yes, this is just a brief discussion. It's not a very detailed discussion. As, like I said, I have to learn more about it myself. I have to learn who are the best players, what are the best teams, the histories of the teams. You know, who are, who's going to be our playoff contenders this year? 
And as the season progresses, we're going to find out. Now, we're only three weeks in. This is the fourth week. Starting tomorrow, we are going to get match day four. It's going to be really fun to watch. I'm telling you, for $15 a month, you could watch three or four games, and you never have to watch it again if you don't like it. I definitely understand. I can see where you're coming from. But if you want to follow me in this journey, we're going to have multiple different conversations about MLS. We'll have different people on talking with us about MLS. I want MLS to get more involved. The problem with MLS is, like I said, that there's not a lot of star power and the networking with Apple TV. I understand what they're doing, and I understand why they're on Apple TV. The problem is they need to be on some normal networks like ESPN, CBS, or networks like sports networks like that. That's the problem with sports in America. A lot of our sports aren't on just regular TV sites. Like, yes, the NHL is on ESPN+. Football is on every network. Basketball is mostly on every network. But everybody else gets the bad end of the deal. They don't get the good networks. And you have to go on these platforms and subscribe to them. Look at baseball. Baseball every now, once in a while, gets Fox Sports or ESPN to host a game. But that's rarely. It's all on the Yes Network that you watch those games. All these other leagues get the bad end of the deal. Like I said, this is just a brief discussion. I just wanted to talk about it. If you want to join me into learning about the MLS, I think it'd be definitely a lot of fun. We're going to have more discussion over it, more deeper discussion over it. That's really all I have to say about it. Thank you guys for tuning in to a normal Friday episode outside of March Madness, just talking about something else. For tomorrow, Sports Talk Saturday with Matt DeLong, we will be covering the first round of March Madness and a little bit of preview into Saturday's games of March Madness. And then Sunday, possibly Monday, we'll have a coverage episode of round two. And we'll just talk and see how see how things go and see the upsets. And we'll have a really brief discussion about them. Thank you guys for tuning in. And we'll see you guys next time.